From the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Hello and welcome to Step 1, Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. I am Brittany. I'm Avery. We have RB in studio with us. Rhett Brian, Titans Radio, getting us going today. Avery, how are you? It's uh, We just had uh, Labor Day weekend. How have you been? You we were did. out of town. I was out of town. I went to Asheville. I had a bachelorette party for my best friend, Nikki. Ooh. Um, it was way too much fun, as every bachelorette party should be. It's, this, it's the time. We are at the age. I know. I, I feel like I may have got a little bit of a cold out of it, though. Like, you know when I was telling you that you had party girl voice? Yeah. I think I now have party girl sinus. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. I, I feel like, yeah. But I feel like mine's like a chronic one. Like, I, I still feel like... I kind of have that little party girl voice. Yeah, maybe it's just a part of who you are now. Maybe yeah. you're just always a party girl instead <laughs> of just like the occasional one. Maybe, maybe I've just adapted it. I think that that's what it is. Uh, you were also out of town. You were in like three states this weekend. Yeah, that's true. And I drove them all. I spent a combined average of 24 hours in a car. Over from Friday at like 2 until Monday night. Until mm-hmm, Monday night back at like 10 o'clock. So Friday... Um, drove eight hours to the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Saturday morning, got up, drove two hours to Madison, Wisconsin, two hours to La Crosse, Wisconsin, spent a couple hours up there seeing grandma, Damn. and then two hours back to Madison, Wisconsin, stayed the night there because that's where my sister and her fiance go to school. Was uh, Wisconsin Badgers playing in town that night? No, they were not in town. They were out, but they beat uh, their opponent 49 to 0. <laughs> You would have liked them Total to be in town up. then so yeah. that you could have watched that. Yeah, that would have been fun. But no, they were not in town. Otherwise, it would have been such a blast. But the college town was bumping as I if bet. it was. Yeah, I bet. Um, and then two hours back to uh, the northwest suburbs of Chicago, 45 minutes to the airport, 45 minutes back. And then we Midway ended up here. Uh, O'Hare, so it really wasn't that bad for my parents. So anyway, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is I spent a lot of time in the car. Over Labor Day weekend. I mean, do you feel like driving is a job for you? Do you feel like you were laboring all Labor Day weekend or do you feel like it was relaxing? Oh, no. So relaxing. And honestly, like when you have good company, when you're going to do fun things like I. So I'm from the northwest suburbs of Chicago originally. And so a lot of my family still lives back there. A lot of my friends are still back there. So it was great being able to spend such quality time with so many people. You know, you yeah. just you, do, you don't get that a lot. Like FaceTime is awesome. But when you get to spend one on one quality time or get to do things things with your family and your friends you don't normally get to do down here like like this is gonna sound crazy but my parents asked if I would come pick them up at the airport and I was like oh my gosh yes just to be able to do something for yeah. you was so cool well especially being in Nashville I mean you're no one's family is here no. everyone here is a transplant yeah. my parents are seven hours away my brother one of them's eight the other one's ten my sister's five like no one no one is close for me to just like get dinner with on a Tuesday night yeah. or anything like that man big question though how many dogs did you see? Oh I think I saw gosh. minimum 207. Oh my gosh. How many dogs did I see over the weekend? Honestly, Avery, like I, nothing's even coming to mind of any dogs that I saw. Wow. Which is so unlike me. Terrible weekend. I know, it's just so unlike me. Well, the fact that, okay, so this is the cutest thing. Like, if you've ever wondered what the picture of love is, it is what Avery and her boyfriend text each other (laughs) or say every time they get off the phone. So every time they get off the phone, Avery's boyfriend says, I love you. I'll send you pictures of dogs that I see when you're not around. And they send each other pictures That's of dogs. That's all we dogs. do. Like, we rarely, 
Like, we were both out of town this weekend. I was in Asheville. He was in Memphis. We didn't actually say too many words to each other, but we were sending a lot <laughs> of dog pics back and forth. <laughs> we knew each other was alive when our new dog pic came in. You don't even have to share words to let the other person no, cares. Dog that pics is. or die. You know, that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. I'm pretty sure it says that in the Bible somewhere. Yes. Send pictures of dogs. It's going to be so in our vows. We have a great episode today. Um, we are going to start off with some news like we always do. The 60 Second Skinny, six sports stories told in 60 seconds each, actually. But I have gotten word that it may not be six, and it's going to be a surprise to me. So this will be fun. Um, we also told you that um, starting this week, we are now down to one episode per week, which we are so excited about. Um, there's just so much football, so many sports going on at one time, so many questions that are going to be out there from you that we are so looking forward to answering. So, And we told you we we're going to break it down like it's a reality uh, reality TV show. So we had episode one this past uh, weekend. There's so much to talk about. Real world football. There's so much to talk about. So we're going to be recapping college football as it was Labor Day um, weekend um, and giving you some preview for what is to expect on next week, uh, next week's episode of uh, the real world football. So Avery, um, let's start with some news. All right. So not our standard 60 second skinny. We're going to play a very quick rapid fire. Three questions. Oh, dear. Brittany. Oh, no. Okay. Go ahead. You can do this. All right. Think about me answering this question. Okay. Who had the number one most selling album last week? Taylor Swift. Who had the number one single now on the Billboard charts? I'm going to guess Taylor Swift. Lizzo. Lizzo. Oh, you love she her. She got it. And yep. number three, who is the highest paid running back in all of NFL history? Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Oh, yeah. Well, he is. Oh, okay. All right. I got yes. it. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott. Yes. $90 million. Yeah. I'm so grateful. Contract extension. This came out just this morning. So he's been in Cabo all of the offseason, training camp, doing whatever. He said he was trying to simulate what training camp would be there, which I don't know how you do that with like a training camp. There's like 90 guys on your team and you are by yourself in Cabo. Right. I was going to say when you're down in Mexico, it's like quote unquote air quotes, which no one can see, but we're doing them training. Yeah. So if I was in Cabo, I wouldn't be training on the same level he would be. Yeah. But he came out. Finally, he has been holding out. He had two years left on his contract, but he felt like he was the best running back in the league, and he thought he should be paid in a way to reflect that. So he was holding out. He was not coming to training camp, demanding a contract renewal extension, and he is now the highest paid running back in all of NFL history. I was holding out for this. I drafted him last night on uh, my fantasy football draft. Um, I we're, I think we're going through NFL.com. Uh, but I was really hoping because he's so good and could like really put up some good numbers for us this uh, this season. But um, as of what yesterday, two yeah. days ago, so we released this on Thursdays, um, our draft was on Tuesday night and I was like kicking myself like, please do not regret this. Please do not regret this. Thank goodness they finally came to terms. I am in two fantasy leagues and got the draft time wrong because of oh, no. uh, the time frame that it was in. Oh, they do not wait. I was thinking Central and they were talking Eastern, oh, which no. I should have known because everyone <laughs> I know is in Eastern time right. zone. Yeah. But I accidentally auto-drafted Ezekiel Elliott in both of my leagues and I was very nervous. But the fact that he came through was all anyone is talking about in football. That is the biggest piece of news that could have come out 
No one knew if it was going to happen. Jerry Jones was making comments in the media, the owner of the Cowboys. Zeke was living it up in Cabo. He flew back to Dallas um, Tuesday night, got the call at 6 a.m. on Wednesday that the deal was done. Uh, $50 million guaranteed, $90 million total over the next six years. And he was at practice Wednesday morning. So if you drafted him thinking that on your on uh, on the list of players as they rank them that like oh this will be this will be a, a good pick for me a good draft and then all of a sudden you looked and you're like why does it say that he's questionable or that he's not with the team never fear it might take a little bit to update but he will be playing this yes, season he will be on the field this Sunday um, at practice he did get a little um, overheated he said which oh, no. doesn't make too much sense because I'm sure it's a little bit hotter in Mexico than it is in Dallas yeah that's I would assume but he made a comment to the media that. Yes, he did get overheated at training camp, but uh, AT&T Stadium, where the Cowboys play, is air-conditioned. <laughs> so he doesn't see to think Won't that it's problem. going to be an issue no, come an Sunday issue. when they start their season against the Giants. Um, speaking of big announcements, I really wanted to talk about this. Uh, Lizzie McGuire yeah. reboot. All is right in the world. Taylor Swift, number one album. Lizzo, number one song. And Hilary Duff is back on... I guess the small screen, because it'll be streaming, right, on the new Disney yes. stream platform? Yeah. Now, my theory with all of these new streaming services is that they're, they're, everyone is kind of divided off into their own, we're going to create a streaming service, we're going to create a streaming service. You get Everyone's a streaming getting their service. Own, right? You, you get a streaming, streaming service. service. But I think that at some point, because it's it went to such extremes where everyone went so far away from cable because all of their favorite shows were on like Hulu and Netflix. Yeah. And then everyone was like, One wow, that's such a great business model. Let's design our own. Uh -huh. And now we're going to have to go back to some kind of cable service or like some kind of app that's going to give you a subscription to each all of one them. of them. Yeah. yeah. But I think that they they're using the Lizzie McGuire announcement as either promotion for it or like that is their golden child. Oh, to it get has to, to be it. to bring that back. But also Disney Channel is owned by ABC. Yes. Or Disney owns ABC, same, one of the other. Right, right. I think it's Disney owns ABC. Disney, yes. ABC, ESPN. and ESPN mm -hmm. is what I was about to say. Yep. So essentially, whoever is subscribing to these should subscribe to the podcast, too. Because we're essentially Disney Channel and right. ESPN. Oh, my baby. Yeah, hello. They should subscribe. They should also write reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe rate it. Subscribe, rate it. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You can follow us on Twitter, too, if you want to do that. At S1LS Podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of options. If you intend on streaming, that also <laughs> go directly correlate <laughs> to our podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and um, on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> and uh, Twitter. And Twitter. And Twitter. Um, okay, so let's get into um, this week's episode of College Football. I... I just can't believe everything that happened in the first weekend. So games have been happening from Thursday night last week until Monday night ended with Louisville, Notre Dame in Louisville. Right. Two games changed. Uh, Hurricane Dorian yeah. came through. Right. Let's, yeah. It tried to come through. It didn't necessarily make it because. Right. It's a very slow-moving hurricane. Right. That's right now sitting over the Bahamas, right? Yes. Just about to make its yes. way to. It's Florida. trying to make its way between the Bahamas and like the Jacksonville and Georgia coast, but it is moving very slow. We thought it would move faster. So FSU and Boise State were supposed to play in Jacksonville to kick off their season Friday night. Mm -hmm. Moved to Tallahassee. Yes, and moved up to a noon kick. Mm -hmm. Also, Stetson versus Presbyterian was canceled, which is the second time this has happened because of a hurricane. So Stetson is in a town called Deltona between Jacksonville and Daytona. Okay. 
So it makes complete sense that they would cancel it. I don't know that they would have canceled it if it was two um, D1 schools, mm. just because right. of just, yeah. how, how that yeah. could affect the college football playoffs in the long run. Yeah. But the fact that that was canceled, FSU has moved almost all of my friends from high school and from Jacksonville are FSU fans, and they were livid oh, yeah. that they would have had to leave the town to go see their team lose when they were favored way over Boise State, and they lost. And you know what? I've talked about this on the podcast before. I am a sucker for an underdog taking down a better, a supposedly better team. But my biggest thing about this, Willie Taggart is the head coach at Florida State, and one of his comments to the media was that he thought that um, his guys got dehydrated and the humidity which unsure what kind of comment that is when you're playing a team from Idaho mm-hmm. where there's no humidity. Well, it was crazy. You mentioned just now uh, that so there were 85 games spanning from August 24th through September 2nd. Everything commenced, uh, finished up on Monday night. Notre Dame played Louisville. Uh, Notre Dame beat them 35-17. So on my on my 24 hours worth of driving, we drove straight through Oh, yeah, you Louisville. drove right by the, yes. the, you can see the uh, football field from the interstate. And I don't know if it was just like being delirious from so much driving or so many different states and so many different cities. We drove right past the stadium and the lights were on. And I was like, huh, I wonder what's going on over there. We both said, like, oh my gosh. wonder what's going on over there. And that was the only game on on Monday. Right. So the biggest game. Only one. Which, so a really funny storyline that came out of there. Uh, Notre Dame's quarterback, Ian Book, uh, in the fourth quarter, threw a pass uh, out of bounds and accidentally hit what they are calling as a cheerleader. And she has since corrected them and said that she is a dancer. Um, hit one of the dancers, um, a ladybird is what she's called, ladybird dancer. Ooh. Yes, for Louisville. In the nose. I mean, and this, this pass was, it wasn't just like, you know, he was feeling the pressure from Notre Dame, or I'm sorry, he was feeling the pressure from Louisville and just, threw the ball out to the sidelines. I mean, it was what looked like a Hail Mary down the yeah, field pass. it was just lofted up lofted into the air. Up into the air. She said that she was looking at the scoreboard. She wasn't watching the field. Um, and everyone said, look out, look out, look out. And her, your natural instinct is to turn to where people are saying, look out. And she said that she turned and the ball hit her square in the face. It looked like she was looking right at it, though. Like, from... Oh yeah, from the, the video, consumer, like, yeah. like from mm-hmm. the video, yeah. watching that, from the angle for it sure. looks like she was just staring at it, like in a slow mo form, where she just like froze in the line of it, didn't know where to go, didn't know if she could move, but she got pummeled. I, yeah, it's just to see a specialist now it broke her nose. I am surprised that's the only thing it broke. It yes. looks like it broke her. Like it didn't just like hit the side of her head or like it full on center in the face, giant ball. Everyone was tweeting. They were like, dude, if you wanted to talk to her, you didn't have to break her face. Like, <laughs> you can get her to talk to you, I'm sure. Yeah, Twitter was blowing up with it. The internet is, is hysterical. But Twitter's I, the best thing that's ever happened to me, she, I gotta say. She is making such... Um, she's able to make fun of herself, too, and jokes. And she was like, it's okay. I didn't like my nose anyway. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I would be upset. My nose is probably the, my favorite part of my body. She got somebody to retweet her, tweet at her, and say, like, I see you. 
and I I don't remember what the what the Twitter account was. It's Res, I think. I've never heard of them before. I'm gonna have to look. It, it up. was a verified account on Twitter. I looked at it and I'm like, I don't even. I've never heard of this. I don't know if it's like a DJ like or I'm Oh, is it R- a person? It's, yeah, it's a person. It's like R E Z Z. I'm pretty sure. Um, and they like retweeted her and she was like, please, you guys, if you care anything about me, like get, I think it's Res to tweet at me or retweet me. And they finally did. They said literally three letters. I see you. And she was like, it was worth it. That's, you know what? So if a bad thing happens to you, get a celebrity to vouch for it. Yes. Like, come on. That's what the internet is for. Um, so some other funny moments from, uh, this past week. Hugh Freeze, you remember him? Yes, he used to be the Ole Miss head coach. Yes, which, fun fact, he coached Michael Orr from The Blind Side. Well, I like, think you know, the, that the movie is based, yes. the movie The Blind Side is based off of. Sandra Bullock's accent in there is the best thing uh, I've ever heard. The best thing that I ever learned from that movie is if you don't like it in the store, you'll never wear it. Yes, I've learned that from that too. Like the golden rule of shopping. Thank you, Thank Blind you, Side. Sandra. Thank you, Michael Orr. There you go. Yeah, we would. Yes. And and in all honesty, Hugh Freeze too, because maybe he wouldn't. Maybe Michael Orr wouldn't have had the career that he did. That movie cracks me up. Looking at it now, because they show a series of SEC head coaches meeting with them, trying to recruit Orr, and the only SEC head coach that's still there is Saban. Oh no! They had Houston yes. Nutt from oh, Arkansas. Right. Mm-hmm. They had um, Urban in there. They had. God, uh, he's Hugh never going to go away. And it was just Saban. Um, but so Hugh Freeze this past. Uh, this past week, he now, so he used to coach for Ole Miss. He now coaches for Liberty University. They played Syracuse and unfortunately, you know, didn't win. It was 24 to zero, which is a tough loss, but, um, he underwent some back surgery. Um, he had, there was something, he's had back problems for a while mm-hmm. and then he got a really bad infection. So he's been out. I think he's missed multiple practices because of this. So he's been in a hospital bed. This picture has been circulating the internet. He coached that game from the coach's box, like press box area, um, from a hospital bed. How did they get that bed up there? Cause I saw I the picture. <laughs> I guess I hadn't really heard much about this story going into the season, but I was scrolling Twitter and I saw that and I was like, how did they get that hospital bed up? But he's like in like hospital <laughs> gown, know, like I hooked know. up to an IV, like straight up moved from his ICU yes. room uh-huh. into the stadium. Yes. And they drilled a hole in the wall so that he could talk to his coaches next door. That is insane. And he literally coached the whole game. That's my kind of dedication, though. I mean, oh, yeah. if you're not going to go through surgery and then still coach me the next day, why are you my coach? You know what it reminds me of? Um, you remember the Fire Festival documentary, Andy oh, King, that said, like, you yes. know, I'll do it. Basically, I like, do I'll anything. do anything to help everyone get some water. That's the that's, best meme that like, came out I of, know. uh, is that this, this year? Is, this is what kind of friend I am, an Andy yes. King. Yes. So, uh, Hugh Freeze is the Andy King of, uh, college football. He, in my opinion, I, I'm sure he would appreciate that sort of, uh, <laughs> comparison or whatever the right really word is ne- there. But. I hope he never hears this. Oh my! Um, I hope he does hear this. I know. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like hey, you he- whenever you uh, beat Arkansas a lot, but that's just competition talking. You know, that's true. If you're um, listening, tell your friends. Didn't he also like? There was a story at some point in time. I don't even know if it was true or not. I just remember seeing the headline that he he faked his own funeral or something like that to get his players to oh my play God. better for him. That would not surprise me, though. But why fake <laughs> your like, own funeral own, if you're going to show up after back surgery? That's what, it was like supposed to... I don't Did know it how backfire? that... Went. Maybe they were all like, oh, well, I, let's get a new coach. I'm going to go back and I'm going to find the headline. We're going to tweet it out. And... Um, 
and dig a little bit more into it. But for some reason, that headline is like flashing before my eyes. Gosh, Hugh Freeze. Thank goodness he's a... he uh, graced us with his presence at yeah. <laughs> this past weekend. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, Liberty, though, despite their best efforts and the great picture at the end of the game of the Syracuse coaches pointing up to the press box and and Hugh Freeze waving down at the field. Syracuse um, is going to be a good team, though. They um, they almost beat Clemson last yeah. year. That's when... Uh, 24-0. to I mean, it was not Kelly a... Kelly Bryant went down when he was there, and I just... I think that... <sighs> Don't yeah, no, I was about no, to transition right into it. Brittany is very happy that Missouri was the receiving team of the Kelly Bryant transfer transfer portal. And I'm just not sure that it has worked out the way that she might have we wanted it to. Started off so so well. And let me just preface this. So over the over this football filled weekend my like driving in a car filled weekend i was in the back of a ford explorer with my significant other who had just he is a ut fan and he had just gotten seen just finished following the ut georgia state loss he was pouting over here in the corner and i was like what why are you like Come on, like we're we're with a bunch of people. Like yeah, let's be cheer social. up a little bit. Let's be social. Okay, so then the Mizzou game starts. Right, we are off to a phenomenal start. It was like thirteen oh, zero. The second oh, coming yeah. back. You yep, thought. and it wasn't being broadcast. And obviously, I'm in the back of a car on my phone, so I'm watching just like the play by play game cast on the ESPN app. And I put it away for a little bit because there was some commotion. There was like the most, the craziest driver I've ever seen. You know those um, huge cones that they use in construction, the orange, white? Yes, they scare me. Yes. Uh, I, I, this is not an exaggeration. There was a car behind us that we thought had to have been drunk or on drugs. This was, it was like five in the afternoon, right? Ooh. Five in the evening. Okay. She blew through six or seven of those cones. Aren't they and, filled with cement? Yes. Yeah. They were filled or with water something. or something. Didn't seem phased at all. Got right in front of us and continued to go. I mean, it was, we literally called the non-emergency. I would have on, too. Yeah. And she, my sister and I keep, um, looking at, um, like Facebook, Twitter, seeing if there's any sort to, of article yeah, that comes out. Some, yeah. But then get this. So we called it in. They said it was their second call about this car. And they were like, oh, you know, we'll send we'll send a, a, a cop out. Well, as we were approaching um, the next mile marker, we see a cop kind of like sitting in the, um, you know, the, you know, in uh, on a highway, that middle section there where you can like kind of pull a Yui, but you're really yeah. not supposed yeah, to you're not where supposed they to. normally sit. Yes. Right. So we see that um, we see a cop sitting right there. We're like, oh, perfect. We watched her. It was a female. We watched her exit. So she had to have, she had been driving like this. We'd been going for a few miles. She had to have been, like, she had some kind of technology to know if there was a cop coming. Oh, up she or probably not. had oh. one of those little radar things. It was the most bizarre, bizarre drive ever. Anyway, um, so as all this commotion is going on, I get a little sidetracked and I'm like, okay, Mizzou's doing great. I don't need to watch it anymore. Well, we get back to Madison and I check the score and we had, not only had we lost, but it was an embarrassing yep. embarrassing loss there was the first quarter the first like 10 minutes of the game were the most exciting of of everything i mean i'm 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 shocked i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed <sighs> And I'm embarrassed that after the last episode, I said, you know, Mizzou's going to be a really good team this year. Yeah. I take it all back. Mizzou is only one of three SEC East teams that got embarrassed. And yeah, Missouri lost to Wyoming. 
Uh, South Carolina lost to UNC. People are saying that it's super, super embarrassing. I think UNC actually has a pretty good program, but USC was predicted to be one of the better teams in the SEC East. And then the University of Tennessee at home loses to Georgia State, a team that they paid $950,000 to come play them. Did you see that contract? So they made that contract back in 2014. Yeah. Right. And, um, now the contract is like circulating the internet that they, the visiting team gets like it's compensation for the visiting team. Yeah. But they just wrote that in there. I don't know if they were super confident back then that, oh, whatever. It's fine. I mean, we're going to, yeah, we should get money, whatever. Was, whatever. Yeah. Free trip to Knoxville. Yeah. Um, but $950,000, which by the way, so there was a tweet going, um, around about that. Um, Jordan Murphy, who's a defensive back, uh, retweeted it after the loss and got a whole bunch of backlash because of it from like media, from fans. I guess like everything's hitting the fan out in Knoxville right now. Yeah. There's so much drama going on with the team. So Terrell Bailey, um, and, uh, who was a, um, um, on the team with Jordan Murphy. So Jordan Murphy and Terrell Bailey have both left the Tennessee program. Uh, Bailey, which who wasn't much of a factor besides being depth in the defensive backfield. But Murphy is uh, actually pretty surprising. He was a junior who entered camp as UT's fourth wide receiver, um, but got passed up by another wide receiver um, with the last name Jones. Murphy made some jokes on Twitter, like I said, about um, the home opening loss against Georgia State. Um, I think that tweet has been deleted. I think it's been deleted, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't think you can find it on there. But um, as you can imagine, it caused a whole bunch of backlash because he did that, um, but they both have decided to walk. The morale, like, with that team, I think Pruitt's a good coach. I don't know. I that, agree. I don't I know who's going to be the, who's going to fix UT program. I mean, everyone's still holding on to Peyton Manning, but you know, it's been a minute since he's been there mm-hmm. and they haven't done too much since then. Maybe they're a basketball school now. Who knows? Yeah. But the fact that UT paid that money to lose in their home opener and they have BYU this weekend, which is, I mean, that's a power five game. Oh, that's going to be a big game. But I, a lot of my friends also went to the University of Florida and Georgia Southern did the same thing to Florida in uh, 2012 or 2013 and it is just embarrassing it's uh, for those d1 sec powerhouse programs i mean i saw everything on twitter people burning their shirts when they got home (laughs) throwing their season (laughs) tickets into bonfires like baghdad going on out they were livid yeah people were really not happy about it and the crazy thing is like you know when college football when college football starts it's kind of the same thing as like march madness you've got all these great teams that are playing against each other especially i mean um sec big 10 big 12 i mean these are fun conferences to watch and to follow um you know there's going to be some crazy upsets you know that there's going to be some heartbreaking losses some it's just really hard when your team is the one that you think is going in with this power ranking to like a small team like Wyoming yeah. or, you know, not I'm pretty sure Georgia state was tied for last in their conference oh, yeah. last year. They won a total of two games last season, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And or against a uh, sec is either. They won a, a total I think of it was two, two games, games all yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like, Oh, and three against all sec teams. Yeah. That and they're, the they're a pretty, um, common opponent for sec teams to play because you know you bring in these Mm -hmm. smaller schools you fill your first two or three games of the season with these 
And I bet Tennessee went into that game thinking they had nothing to worry about. First home game, crowd's going to be hyped. Um, we have everything we need. The media has been behind us. Yes, there's some drama, but we can overcome it. It's just a little Georgia State. It was not. Ladies, Georgia State is in its 10th year in existence in football. It's the first win against a Power 5 conference school, and it happens to be an SEC win. End of story. What an embarrassment. What an embarrassment. If I was a Vols fan, I would relocate immediately. Not only did they lose, but $950,000. Just like writing that in is like a line. $950,000. I know. Who would have thought the best team? So Vanderbilt played Georgia in Nashville. Um, Georgia, obviously, is a fantastic team. (laughs) I am a firm believer that they're going to win the national championship this year. They only put up 30 on Vandy. Vandy only put up six, but Vanderbilt's not known to be the most competitive in the right. SEC anyway. Yeah, I'm but surprised it wasn't higher. Memphis won this weekend, and they are now the number one team in the state of Tennessee because they beat Ole Miss 15-10. to 10. Something we never thought that we would say. Yeah, um, Lots of really big, fun, and exciting things that came out of this past week of college football. Um, but what you can expect this season on football coming up next week we have LSU versus Texas in Austin. That's going to be college game day. Um, the only other top 25 matchup we have is Texas A&M at Clemson. So this is still a very big week of filler schools for your big teams. Um, Clemson's ranked number one. Texas A&M is currently ranked number 12. I think that Clemson is going to blow out the water under Texas A&M. Agreed. But this LSU-Texas game is going to be very good. I think that one of these teams could be a contender for the college football playoffs, and they have to win this game. It's going to set the tone for the rest of their season, but that's kind of the good thing about the first two or three weeks about college football is that you get these two or three great matchups that everyone can watch. You don't have, like, nine great games going on at once, and you have to pick. All eyes are on LSU at Texas, college game day, and Texas A&M at Clemson. And NFL officially starts the regular season this week with the Packers versus the Bears on Thursday night to kick off the 100th season of the NFL. Thank God. So Preseason exciting. was brutal. All of the cuts have been made. Every team is down to 53 players. Uh, Melvin Gordon is still out. Which he was, I have him drafted on my fantasy. I do have him was, drafted on one of mine, too. I was really hoping that it was going to be like Ezekiel Elliott, and we were going to no. find some way to get along. Nope, Melvin Gordon is out. It is not looking like that deal is going to get done no, this year. I'm, I'm going to drop him. Yes. However, all eyes are on Cleveland. They're, everyone is looking at them. They have brought OBJ in. They have Jarvis Landry, uh, former Heisman Baker Mayfield, They have all the weapons to be a great team. So we'll see if they can all work cohesively together. They haven't been together for a very long time, which can go against them. But Cleveland is the team to beat. They'll at least be really fun to watch. Yes, they will be fun to watch. I think they're going to be kind of the sweetheart team this year after going 0-16 two years ago. Mm -hmm. They've really turned it around there. And we have Super Bowl champs Patriots host the Steelers on Sunday. Um, speaking of Steelers, AB finally has a helmet. Yes, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. His he, feet are okay. He is going to be making his debut with the Raiders in Monday Night Football against the Broncos. If he can get off of social media, put his helmet on, put his cleats on, 
and get, get off of social media. Just put your helmet on. Go play your sports. <laughs> like do your job. Wear your socks when you go to cryotherapy. Yes, please. come on. It's not much to ask. Do us all but a favor. to wear socks. Do it for the fantasy league. That's right. I have you on both of my teams, AB. <laughs> come clutch. I need you. Um, we, there's so much coming up this season. We're excited to bring you the news and our take and the fun drama and funny stories that come out every single week. We will be back here next week on Wednesday. We have a new release date. It is Wednesdays. Um, every single week coming at you. Um, we also are available for any question you may possibly have. This next question, um, for our no dumb question of this week is kind of a prime example of that. There is no question that is a dumb question. There's nothing that is kind of outside the realm of something that we won't want to look up for you or answer anything. Um, so we had, um, Shannon from Madison, Wisconsin, ironically said, you went, you went in depth last episode about the XFL. Thank you. It made me wonder about other attempted leagues. So my question is, is the lingerie league still around? The Fair lingerie question. league. Fair question. A lot of people are a little confused as to what this is, but it's not <laughs> like a powder puff situation. These women are yeah. fit, Agreed. jacked. Yes. Watch them oh play. They are yes. fantastic. Oh, they're, they're insane. I mean, like I would not want to... I would not want to run into one in a dark alley. No, I wouldn't either. No but way, Jose. That means, yes, yes it, is it is still intact. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now called the Legends Football League. It's mm-hmm. no longer referred to as the Laundry Football League. When although did they change that name? 2013. So it's been around since 2009. 2013 is when they did the rebrand. Yeah. Um, they still dress similar to yeah. what you would expect. Yeah. I would imagine, like, if they hadn't changed it in 2013, they probably would have changed it within the last year or two. Yes. Um, there's currently eight teams. It looks like there's been about 20 to 25 in and out total, sometimes suspended, sometimes just it didn't work in that market. But there are eight teams right now. There's also a Canada League and an Australia League, and they're looking to open a Europa League going into um, the 2017 is when they pitched it. It hasn't come down yet. So 2019, 2020 could be opening up in Europe. The Nashville League is called the Nashville Knights. And if you want to go on their website, they have their 2019 season um, LFL awards um, highlight reel right there. If you want to look for some motivation for the gym, oh my watch gosh. the highlight yeah, reel. Yeah, I'm like scrolling through their roster. These girls look like they could sit on me. I was just about to say oh that. Oh my gosh, no. yeah. like they're Because they're so muscular is what I mean. Yes. Like so fit. Um, okay, well, I mean, I think that kind of fits everything week, that we could fit in. Week one week. of college football is over. Week two and week one of NFL start now. Yeah. I mean, we are in it every single game from now until November for um, college through December for NFL matters. Any no dumb questions, please send those our way. You can follow us at S1LS podcast on Twitter. You can um, listen to all of your sports updates and news at 104.5 The Zone um, during the week on the air, um, 104.5thezone.com. Uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, that's where you can find all of our past episodes. You can subscribe, rate, review. On yeah, we, we really like that. We love that. We do. Uh, follow us on Twitter at S1LS Podcast. Producer RB, the goat, always keeping us in and running. We will have him here throughout most of the season and when he's not traveling with the Titans, of course. 
And uh, we will be back next week. Next week. Next Wednesday. Thank you.